This episode is brought to you by True North Effects. True North is based in Saskatchewan, Canada, by a nice guy named Sheldon. Sheldon makes three awesome pedals, the Tweed Drive, the Rocky Mountain Fuzz, and the Northern Lights Boost. He also does custom orders, so if you have an idea, talk to him about it. Check him out on Instagram, Facebook, and his really awesome website. And thanks for tuning in to The Cultured Guitarist. Welcome to the Cultured Guitarist. My name is Aspen Al, and with me, as always, is Clever Casper. Oh, I was gonna say you're Aspen. That's a that's like a mountain, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, I like a whole K2, mountain range, man. <laughs> K two Casper. Yeah. You sound like an early two thousands extreme movie with Chris O'Donnell and explosions for some reason. Yeah. That's a real uh, blast from the past nerd reference. I don't even want to name the movie. I don't even remember the name of I the movie. I remember the name of the name, movie. What was the... Okay, you got to tell me, man. Come on. What was the name of the movie? The Vertical Limit. Vertical Limit! Yes! <laughs> oh, so terrible. It was terrible. I mean, I love Bill Paxton. Uh, oh, Bill, what were you thinking? Yeah. That was a bad choice. It was. I mean, he had a lot of really great bad movies. He, he did. <laughs> he did. In fact, love, maybe uh, most of them or well, half of them. Twister. Twister. Okay, man. Twister was a fabulous bad movie. Have you rewatched it? Let's go. Come on. It's bad. <laughs> Too many times he says that in that movie. Like, I mean, so bad. It's it's not him. That was just poor editing. Um, start to yeah. finish. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I love that I, movie. That is. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna watch both those movies in the next week just to. I like it. Just to have a laugh. <laughs> uh, how you been doing, man? I'm pretty good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's new in Caspi Land? Wow. Well, I. Uh, I made lasagna for dinner. You did? Yep. Smells nice upstairs. It does. Yeah. It's all gone. Thanks for saving me some. It wasn't me. My <laughs> army hath destroyed <laughs> it. Your kids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty well. That's it? That's, uh, that's lasagna. I hate being boring like that. It's like, oh man, my life sucks. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you know, I've been... Uh, you know. Every week has to be a thunder and success of awesomeness. <laughs> I mean. Hey man, I'm breathing. Kids are breathing. Yeah. We still have a house. It's, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Your pet Black Widow is still alive. Oh, you had to bring that up. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah. So, uh, dear listeners... We captured a black widow, and it was—it actually just about captured me. <laughs> but I captured this black widow, and it's just a fascinating animal. Um, so we've been—you know—we've had it in a little, a little tank, and we've been kind of, kind of a family pet at this point. Yeah, we've been yeah. feeding it and like What'd catching you name, bugs. What do you guys name it? Oh, like, uh, the best name ever, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and kids are like, "Oh my God, Karen." <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, so Karen, uh, lived in our kitchen, uh, in her little enclosure and I, I made myself some toast in the toaster oven today <laughs> and forgot to turn the toaster oven off. And it's so heated her enclosure to the point where she 
is not doing very well now. Karen, Karen's unhappy. <laughs> yeah, not doing well. I'm really sad about it. But Karen is a fascinating creature, and uh, and it's just been really neat to, I, to I'm watch. I'm sorry. Her. I just had yeah. to have it on record forever, permanently, in the archives of the cultured guitarist that you cooked a Black Widow spider. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, Al. I didn't sorry. do it on purpose. I know you it was did. not it on was, purpose. I, I feel really terrible about it because sometimes I'm I'm super okay. impressed that that this wild creature and I know it's not right to keep a wild creature in captivity like that, but you know what? She looked well until today. You know that's okay. You know what? I I have pets. So I'm not gonna. Yeah. But yeah, that was that. That was that. Yep. I didn't even <laughs> see that bus coming, Al. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I side I sideswiped you. How <laughs> <laughs> about you, man? Oh, me. Um, you know, I've I've also not been up to a whole lot guitar related. I mean, I, I've been playing a little bit, and I've had some fun with you know, the Bit Quest. Oh, so man. good. Um, but honestly, I've been kind of taking it easy. I've been enjoying uh, online gaming. Yeah. With you and uh, our, our we team. We have been hitting that pretty hard. Yeah, in case uh, we've never mentioned it. We will probably mention it many times in the future because yeah. we're nerds. Big time. Uh, but we have a little bit of a, we enjoy playing PUBG Mobile. If you're not familiar with that, it stands for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. We play on the mobile platforms. And we're awesome at it. And we're pretty good. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. It's it's a great fun game if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> we happen. I never used to be a mobile gamer. I don't. No, this me game neither. has completely changed my life that way. I was always. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. I used to have uh, Fallout Shelter. Big. I tried that one. That I was never terribly got into it. addicting. No. I I've it always was t- it was tough to get into, but once the ball got rolling, I was toast. Oh, just see, I I'm a I'm love a good console game. I, mm-hmm. I love any game with a good story. I'm into. Yeah. I was never a huge online gamer except with far cry 2 i played the living daylights out of that game yeah. That's um a good one. but but PUBG, I'm i'm really i'm loving it i love getting on there and i mean every every round is like a story there's a very distinct totally. beginning middle and end and totally it's a lot of fun it's a very different experience every time and that's i think that's why i like it so much it's tough to get tired of yeah yeah it's a lot of fun so that's going to be our second podcast we start is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could the PUBG podcast yeah well <laughs> <laughs> complete with screen captures and everything. Oh my gosh, it's so good. We might go live streaming. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. No, we're not gonna no. We're gonna we're gonna you know, we'll stick to a we'll stay in our lane. Yep, yep. We'll stay in the guitar. There side. are there are guys that do that very well. But let's uh I don't know why I'm I'm holding this up like some triumphant talisman. You just raised that over your I head did. like like <laughs> look at what I've conquered, you, and no one can see anything by the I'm doing. Power of grace, because this is radio. It's not radio, but it's radio. It's, it's radio. It's, this is this yeah. is what radio has become. <laughs> so, uh, had you been able to see me in person, I li- I triumphantly lifted part of our giveaway contest, yep. which we're super stoked about, and I specifically lifted the Shoneswood Shroud Fuzz that mm-hmm. we have to give away, and I am sad this is going away to another home because i really love this pedal everything kevin makes is so cool we've talked about them a lot on the podcast we've, it's almost every episode yeah pretty much every episode because here's the problem when you're really good friends with people that make cool things and then you start a podcast that is all about those types of cool things you talk about them a lot because mm-hmm, they're both your mm-hmm. friends and they're cool things and they're related to your show so i'm sorry but we're going to mention kevin a few more hundred thousand times yep you will all know who he is yeah 
And you will and, love Shoneswood. And you will own his pedals. But yeah, we have a Shoneswood <laughs> Shroup Fuzz to give away. It's made with a very cool custom fuzz circuit board that uh, Kevin worked on with a, a designer. Mm-hmm. And then the enclosure, that's, I mean, his circuits are great. The, the circuits They're themselves fabulous. are fabulous sounding circuits. But let's, let's, let's really harp on the enclosure. Because each enclosure that Kevin does is recycled skate decks. Upcycled. Upcycled. I want to say upcycled because I think repurposed. Yeah, upcycled. I like that it's you know? it's elevating them it's to elevate, a new okay. excellence. Upcycled skate decks. So yeah, the the skate art gets turned into new art in these pedals. And he he puts so much effort into crafting these things; they're amazing. And we are doing a giveaway, as yep. we've mentioned. So we're going to give away the Shroud Fuzz. Which I'm pointing at again visually that you can't see because I'm getting I, it. I'm getting yeah. it, buddy. You just you're feeling my vibe. Yeah, man. I'm working. Like you said, I am your conversational <laughs> ally. <laughs> oh man. I'm so glad you're just like on the same dork level that I am. Cause I feel like this could really get like I don't know what it's gonna be like for our for our listening audience to, to when we get into There's like, gonna be at least yeah. seven super dorks out there that yeah. are gonna get it. <laughs> But you feel me, man, yeah, and man. I feel you, and that's okay, and this show's just for us. Uh, so, giveaway contest. Sorry. Oh, man. I'm, we're, yeah. we're, so, this is uh, this is not the official announcement. Uh, well, no, this will kind of be the first or second or third. We've talked remember. about it a couple of times. A couple episodes we've talked about yep. it. So, we're running this contest. Oh, no, this, we've talked about it in two previous episodes. Two, yeah, so this will be the third. This will be the third. So, yeah, if you're not up on it, get on our social media. Yeah, man, that's where the, the deets are. Yeah, check out the contest details. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, we'll be at least three weeks into it. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how long we're going to run it for as of time we're recording this, but uh, I would imagine not too much longer. So yeah. get on it. Get in it. But, yeah, contest details will be on our social media, how to enter. And, uh, you know, so check it out there. But... I'm holding the pedal up again. I can't stop. You're telemarketing. You're, you are actually so, doing. Are you getting this the camera guy? Commercial. <laughs> it's so great. It's to twice watch. as absorbent as the leading manufacturer's fuzz pedal. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely uh, putting on a show for me. Yeah, I'm I know. so thrilled. <laughs> I'm an entertainer. Um, <laughs> so this contest. Uh, we're really derailing here. Okay. The contest is a shroud fuzz. Thank Fantastic. you, Kevin Schoen of Schoen's with Effects. Yeah. It is also a Dr. Scientist bit quest, which we, okay, listen. <laughs> Uncle you, Al moment. Uncle Al. <laughs> Step aside here, children, with your Uncle Al. Let me tell you a little story about how much I love these pedals, <laughs> which is so much. Yeah. Weird bananas for this kind of, okay, we have these things on our boards. Mm-hmm. We, like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I will say we've been messing around with the bit quest a lot. We're actually giving the one we've been reviewing away as part of the giveaway. And we both fell so in love with it that we promptly bought them. Each. Both of us. Mm -hmm. They are going on our boards. We can't live without them. And boost bots. And boost bots. And I have an atmosphere. And I'm intending on buying so many other pedals from these people Mm -hmm. because we love them. Hopefully, in the future... (laughs) <laughs> we can we can always talk about pedals that we love as much as this, and always talk about guitars that we love as much as, as like our the millimetric that we talked about last week, and yep, and that kind of thing. But 
It may not always be the case, but hopefully it is. But I do hope that we don't die broke and poor because we have <laughs> we, to buy everything we touch because we love it the, so that much. That is the case. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> it's it's a really horrible, horrible cycle of, oh, wow, look how awesome this is. Well, I have to have, <laughs> have that. have to buy the thing. Like, I could get away with buying a two-liter jug of milk <laughs> instead of four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your kids can eat one lasagna this week and right? that'll hold them till next week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Uh, so yeah, we, we've we got the Schoenswood. We've got. I we've, love that pedal. Oh, it's so good. I it, know. You know, it was, we got to put up some pictures of this on the. Yeah, man. Uh, It'll. Uh, I think we have some photos of it. We do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, perfect. We also have the pedal here. So we can take more. We can photos. take more. <laughs> um, no, but it, it 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 took a little. I'm not a really that big of a fuzz guy, and mm. and it 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 was like, oh, okay. So I I started mad scientisting a little bit with it, and it just it sucked me down into. An open D blues tuning. Yeah. And I just like, holy Love sh- that. My slide was just like, yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, um, but it has, a, it has so much different flavor from, from, you know, from, what do you want to call it? From zero to 10 or whatever on the dial. It that, really, yeah, it really is like, I like it. Um, I, I don't always know what to do with fuzz. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that's that. That's what like, I was getting at. I'm used to playing like either some kind of a variant of a big muff or some kind of a variant of like a fuzz factory from Zvex, where it's like, you know, you, those are very distinct sounding things. And this thing, it lands in the fuzz category, but it kind of almost feels like an overdrive in, in some sense. It has a lot of that type of energy too. Yeah, you can yep. play it as a, an overdrive. You can do a lot of Pink Floydian, David Gilmore type solos on. It. I think it would really work well. Um, but yeah, so we got a we got a Schoenswood Shrout Fuzz. We have a Dr. Scientist Bit Quest, which is like, good gosh, there's eight modes in the clean side. There's eight modes on the fuzz side. That pedal does a lot. We're not even going to go down the rabbit hole of trying to explain it. We did that last episode. <laughs> you got to notice my out. lips are sealed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, these pedals are very, 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 very good. Very good. There's a reason. We are that, so yeah. very fortunate to be. Oh. So to stoked. call these guys friends and have them support us in this way, and in and in turn to help bring y'all in to our big family mm-hmm. and be a yeah, part of the culture we're, of guitars we're so with stoked. us. So these are pedals you want. We we are standing by that, and we've recently decided we're going to kick this thing up an extra notch. Um, and you know, since this is the the third week we're talking about this contest, uh, we can safely say we now know what we're doing. It's going to be a true North effects pedal. We're not sure uh, which model. The only one we can say for sure it's not going to be is the Rocky Mountain Fuzz because <laughs> at that point it's a here's a fuzz pedal collection giveaway because we would have a Shroud Fuzz, the BitQuest, which is half fuzz pedal based. <laughs> and so we're not going to add a third fuzz to that. We're going to either do uh, Tweed Drive or we're going to do the Northern Lights Germanium Boost. Yep. Um, but Sheldon is literally, as of we us recording this, literally soldering up the first batch of those things so you were trying to a lot for the fact that you know people might buy the heck out of them which you should they're awesome absolutely and he might be sold out and then uh we'll give away a tweet drive instead but uh either way i'm really hoping me personally i'm hoping we can get one of those first 26 yeah Uh, you know i think that's gonna add a lot to it that you get one of the original it would would be pretty cool yeah Uh, but you know sheldon It, it is what it is you know we want people that are Frankly, just to be blunt about it, dear listeners, uh, we want people that are going to pay Sheldon money to get them first because 
he's a he's a guy running a small business and he needs your support so you know don't just count on winning this contest go out and buy some of his stuff yeah yeah <laughs> same yeah, with dr scientist regret it. same with shoneswood these yep. are these are not boss i nothing against boss boss is no, a great pedal company but these this is not like boss where you know they're going to be in business 40 years from now these are guys in their basement grinding hard to mm-hmm. bring cool stuff to market and so you know throw your sport behind them we're going to throw our sport behind them by giving them away yeah free to you if you go to our social media on instagram or facebook and uh check out the contest details enter the contest get involved listen to the show share the show with your friends all that kind of stuff i think uh, we can probably talk about stuff not the contest now hey let's put that to bed yeah we're doing a contest you should enter it boom bang we're done (laughs) all right casper what? How do you feel about a little section called Unsung Heroes? I love it. Me too. It's been a month. We haven't done Unsung Heroes in a month. <laughs> You're right, we haven't. And you know what else we haven't done in a month? Mm-mm. Me neither. I didn't. I was hoping you had something. I haven't had sushi. Oh, I haven't had sushi in many months. Oh, I see, that's something we should do. Why did you bring up I sushi? I'm craving oh, it. Oh, you know what we did do? Nope. On the food-related things. No. I know this is not Unsung Heroes related. <laughs> okay. But we we ate out of a toilet earlier. Oh. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a horrid sound I made. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird that was a weird noise. Uh, if you look back on our Instagram feed, you'll see uh, Kevin Schoen sends candy with his pedals. Mm. And he sent this. It's called Sour Flush. It comes in a little plastic toilet shaped container. And there's two suckers with it that look like plungers. And then you lick the suckers and you dip them in the toilet bowl where there's sugary, sour powder that sticks to the sucker. And then you suck it. It clumped like cat litter and it <laughs> had, it was a whole weird, strange experience. And we went down that rabbit hole. We did so. And yeah. You know what? The sucker actually tasted good. The sucker was it was a nice grape flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, that uh, powder mm-hmm. belonged where we got it from. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, unsung heroes. Yeah, man. No, uh, <clears throat> serious <laughs> guitar <laughs> business. Uh, unsung <clears throat> heroes. Where no, we're not talking unsung heroes yet. Oh boy, we're You're derailing. We're Al. derailing. I wanted to. We want to talk a little bit about that yeah, revival we'll drive. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back to Unsung Heroes in a minute. I'll, yeah. I'll, you can't have it yet. I can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't handle the Unsung Heroes. Bad movie quote. I'm sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> Origin Effects Revival Drive Custom. Oof. We want to talk about that. This pedal came out last year. I think it came out in March or April. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Something like that. That sounds right. I should hold my S's more for the pleasure of our listeners. Comes out last year, and this thing is, uh, boy, it's shooting for the top of the tippy-tippy top of uh, boutique overdrives, isn't it? It's elaborate. Yeah. That's all, that is the the core of it. This thing is elaborate. There Very. is so <laughs> much going yeah. on. I, where do you start? I I don't know. I mean, there's a few versions, and the weird thing is, you can you can order it like. It's a customizable pedal to some extent. You can order different versions of it, different layers to add on. And then when you're yeah. when you're buying like the full 
revival drive custom uh you choose how custom it is how many extra things it can potentially have but uh just to spoiler it a little bit you can have uh 18 knobs and 15 switches in total on this thing is it 15 switches yeah it's a, it's 18 knobs for sure and yeah and then 15 little dip switches, dip switches all and then the stomp switches and then and then yeah and then there's two built-in switches on the pedal and right. then an additional two switches you can add on the foot switch to the pedal if you want to spend another 100 bucks switch, on yeah. <laughs> crazy this thing is bananas so and that's the kind of the cool part about it but also the like opposite end for the spectrum for me is how much of it do you actually need you know I mean, there might be an art. Okay, listen. If we're going to talk guitar gear and we're going to talk pedals, yeah, I yeah. mean, how much of it do well, I need? <laughs> the right, short answer right, is right. I need it all. Of course. Uh, um, <laughs> so, but I mean, with there's solid state circuits, there's valve style circuits. There's yeah, yeah. it's got it all. Right. It it, it uh, <laughs> like it's hard to it's hard to get into this and not really dive down a rabbit trail of like boring technical talk I think we're gonna try and avoid that we're gonna try and avoid it but we both sound dumb when we do yeah, that. We're, we're not smart <laughs> smart people um <laughs> so okay it's okay if you were to build a pedal and somehow combine like five amps and several pedals mm-hmm. all in one pedal the revival drive would be it that's it it's crazy. You can adjust everything from the power amp section of the circuit to the preamp section of the circuit, solid state, tube, how it's biased. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's really, 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 really in-depth. And on top of that, you can, uh, between the four foot switches that you can, I mean, it comes with two in the, the, the additional potential two, four, yeah. The potential four. So you have eight different modes foot switchably on tap with this thing in one pedal. So, I mean, you, you know... That's a lot. That's As overdrives go, that's bonkers. Drive. That's quite a bit, yeah. I mean, and this is coming from guys who, uh, in this room right now, probably, you know, there's... We're not going to talk about how many overdrive pedals are in this room right now. There's, I don't even want to talk about how many are on my board right now. Yeah, there's a few in there's there. There's a few. Yeah. For a guy Whittling who, it down, For okay. a guy who didn't have <laughs> pedals a year you ago. shut up. <laughs> you sure dove down the overdrive rabbit hole oh, real know, hard, man. I did. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's an easy one to explore. Because there's a lot of different different yeah. drive styles and things. I, mean, I don't know. I just, I maybe I just grab it. Maybe that's that. the secret to the revival drive. They're trying to they're trying to make that whole exploration experience in one box. Right, and the price tag reflects that because it's a bit ouchy. It's it's ouchy. it's a high. <laughs> it stings a bit, yeah. and uh, I I can't see either of us uh, in the near future having one to play with. Unless not if we have to, to send us buy one. To one. Yeah, I I don't have enough spare cash laying around to buy a revival drive, but I would love to check one out, review its uh, workings, and give it a spin and talk about it on the show. That'd so yeah, cool. <laughs> revival drive. If you want to send us a, a super cool and expensive pedal, let us know. But yeah, check it out. Revival drive. Origin effects. From Origin effects. Yep. Very cool pedal. I know it's not present day news, but. It's super cool. We, we like caught it. our interest, and we were, you know, we wanted to talk about it. And now, now we're moving on. We're going to talk about some unsung heroes. Unsung heroes. So first on the docket, what's you want to introduce our first uh, unsung hero? Yeah, you want to? Shall we go? Noise creator or noise maker? 
I think we're going to go with the amp first or the guitar. Yeah, the, yeah. Let's do the amp. Yeah. Okay. So let's go with the, the noise maker. <laughs> I just, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I had to, you had to like spill, you had to, you yeah. had to tell me what the noise maker noise creator well, was. Because I was sitting here like, the, the, they the both amp. create the make the noise. The both make both the, the, it's the same word. The loud I the, the both things to... comes from the loud both things. Okay, so the the shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the amp. We're gonna talk about the late eighties, early nineties Fender Dual Showman. Yeah. And we had the pleasure of <laughs> of having one of these in the studio for a while. And wow. Uh it's really hard to explain. It, this thing but okay yeah, I to think give it... you a visual overview of the amp, <laughs> there's a whole lot of wow our mighty too. listeners <laughs> the one that that darkened our doorways was a half stack that weighed i i must have been the weight of a small sun like it, there was yeah. a lot it was, yep. a, it was a backbreaker it was the weight of a dying star it, it was, was... <laughs> and it was covered from the factory, I want to point out, because mm-hmm. we have looked this up. We have done some research. factory skin. This, yeah, this is a factory skin. There were some other weird ones, purple, red. There's, you know, the usual black. But Fender amps from the factory covered this thing in a gray snakeskin pattern Tolex. It, it, oh my gosh, it was like a Bon Jovi tribute act. I almost went and bought skin tight leather pants. Yeah. It was like that. Just by touching it, I became an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> right? It and does. suddenly knew all the words to Every Rose Has a Thorn. Like mm. just the whole song. You don't know all the words of that one? No, I don't know the whole song. Oh. I want to sing it for you? No. Good. That's a hard no on that one. I don't think I know all the words anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I learned from watching Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yes. <laughs> that's right. that, that really is the meat of it. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's probably the most No, no, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, so this thing, crazy 100 watts. <laughs> selectable yeah. down through stages down to 25 watts yeah so so i mean it had push pull pots on pretty well every, every so to go backwards a little bit the mm-hmm. the original dual showman was like designed at request by dick dale right the surf rock guitar surf rock guy yeah fender he wanted a louder amp because he's playing bigger shows and uh, so fender designed this dual showman 100 watts I think the original had like two 15-inch speakers, or at least that's what Dick Dale's had. Right, and this is this was a 412. Somebody fact-checked Canted. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, the late 80s, early 90s version of the Dual Showman, 100% aimed at the music market of the era. Almost unrelated to the original, the clean channel was very clean. It glorious. was gloriously clean. And uh, had room for weeks. Weeks. Miles, man. The, you, I remember you were playing it down here, and I think I ran to the store. And I come back, and I was getting out of my car, and like our our recording space is in the basement, and it's it's eight it's feet a, of concrete. It's a dense basement, yeah. That's and not. I could clearly hear that thing just <laughs> blaring on the street. It was yeah. insane. And uh, then I came in the door, and it was like, what? Are it you it doing? had been a while since I played through a hundred watt. <laughs> A solid 100-watt American-made 412 
yeah. equipped. Yeah, it was a beastly experience. I don't even know if so, you were on 100 watts. Uh, I think I was on 50 at that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thing was a monster. But, yeah. <laughs> and like you say, that clean channel was smooth. It was very clean. Very yeah. clean. And that's where this thing gets a little strange because it had an overdrive channel. And this isn't like your, you know, Blues Deluxe or Blues DeVille type overdrive where it's a little like garbly and kind of fun. This is, I was made to appeal to both the hair metal and grunge era. Yeah. Overdrive. Like Mm -hmm. it was throaty. Beastly. And honestly for, okay. I love I love Fender to pieces. I'm a huge fan of Fender amps and and guitars and stuff. And and as far as I'm concerned, they make some of the best amps that have ever or will ever be made. Ooh, that's a bold statement. It is a it is a bold statement, but I'm gonna stand by it. I mean, we like a lot of other stuff, but you're I think yeah. you're right. I think you're right. No, well, they've they've cemented. I mean, come on, they've cemented their place in history. Dude, there's beyond Fender question. Amps in this room. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing Fender has always been a bit weak on is great quality high gain overdrive. They've always been a little limp in, in delivery with that. Uh, apparently, with the notable exception of the late 80s, early 90s Fender Dual Showman. In Snakeskin Tolex. <laughs> I'm sure the other versions in different How do we Tolex, know, really, they, they, We don't. <laughs> we don't. Please send us your Dual Showman amplifiers <laughs> from... It crushed the overdrive. It was, it was amazing. Wild. It was It was like in one box, Fender had somehow made a JCM 800 with their classic Fender Clean. Yeah. I was blown away. And this thing had push-pull knobs everywhere. It was scoopable. You had several different inputs. You could knock the power down to 25 watts. It had an XLR direct out on right. it. it. Yep. It was. It kind of covered everything. For, for the era it was made in, uh, it was pushing modern, modern boundaries. I, didn't, I haven't seen, like... After that thing went away, because it made very almost no impact on the market whatsoever, it just mm-hmm. kind of disappeared and was It'll forgotten be about. Four years, I think. Yeah, for like four years of production, and then disappeared. And that was, it's really hard to find info about these things because that's how little impact it made. Yeah. And this is Fender we're talking about. This isn't like, you know, trying to dig up information on Trace Elliott guitar amplifiers or something where it's like a little bit obscure. This is the world's largest instrument manufacturing. Brand. Brand. Well, guitar related anyway. And it's a totally forgotten model. And and this thing, uh, it sounded great. If you are wanting, if you're wanting a 100 watt half stack. Big. Big sound. This is the, this is a diamond in the rough. This is why it's in the Unsung Heroes section. Yep. Absolutely. This thing is crushingly great. If I still had the lower back to lift it, and I still played in hardcore bands, I would crush it with this thing. It's fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, my SGE sounded amazing. It was a, it was a great experience. And it had, I think it had. I'm just trying to remember the back panel. Is because it's been gone for a while. Yeah, we haven't had it for a little while. It's but, not here anymore. Yeah. But the the outputs on that head were numerous. It had the ability to run two or three cabs. Right. At different ohm loads. Right. Um, and then the cab itself was quite the experience. So that I'm used to you know a standard Marshall type thing where yep. the, you know the baffle inside is tilted slightly up but right, so mostly it's like straight on slant or whatever you want to call it yeah, but yep. mostly this four 12 inch speakers kind of aimed at your face or your backs or, your legs or, yeah <laughs> that's a pretty standard thing amongst four 12s these days uh and has been 
Well, since the 412 was invented back in the late 60s, oh, oh no, boy. somebody fact, fact check Al. <laughs> That um, should be a segment. Let's fact check Let's Al. fact check Al. Oh, that's going to be a dark segment I for me. I like it. Oh, no. <laughs> How little Al doesn't know he's hosting a podcast. I think it's our best <sighs> idea yet. <laughs> no, the best idea this podcast has had yet was to bring up Karen and how you baked her. <laughs> Just glaring at me from across the way. That hurts me deeply. I'm sorry. How is Karen doing, by the way? I'm sorry. Karen didn't make it. Karen didn't make it. I forgot to ask that earlier. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Shall we have a three-second moment of silence in Karen's memory? I don't want to think about it anymore. Else. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> That's too funny. I, I feel, don't think it's that funny. That's kind of funny. Kind of kind of cut me deep just now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Well, that's my bad. Well, <laughs> but I, I, do, I do feel terribly about... <laughs> It was an accident. It was a total accident. I didn't mean to. It was also a deadly spider. It was a... (laughs) There, well, there is that. (laughs) Yes. The, uh, the, the, had had she escaped, she may have held a grudge. (laughs) I'm not sure. It may have, you know, killed me in my sleep, but... I'm not sure holding a black widow hostage, I mean, as a pet, (laughs) is the greatest idea. (laughs) That was terrible. It was Uh, not a... You know what? Fascinating thing. I'm not going to say anymore. I'm sad that she's gone. (laughs) Okay, I want to get back to the the dual showman real quick. So um, let's fact check on. Al. Let's because fact he's... check Al because he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the dual showman cab. Before we we leave this totally behind. Yeah, it was canted in the middle. At, it was outward. like by so to by left canted and right. Yeah, and up and down. No, no, no. It was just left and right. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, the cabinet was angled like a, a Marshall top. 412 style angled cab. Uh, oh no, no, it wasn't. It was a straight cab. The, the one we had was a, it was a straight cab. It was, it was no angle to the front of the cab, but the angle on the speakers. See, I thought was, the bottom were straight. No, were, were straight, but out left and right, and then the no. top was left and right and tipped back a tiny bit. They were both, both. They were split left and right. They were, the left were tilted slightly outwards. The right were tilted slightly outwards. It was a really odd thing. Uh, I'm not sure the effect um, they were going for with that, but it, it, I mean, the cab sounded beastly, so. Oh, it was a demon. Whatever they were going for worked. And it had four Eminence USA speakers in it. Yeah. It was like a cool so, way to spend about a thousand bucks on the used market. Yeah. Yeah. If you like snakeskin. Well, I'm sure I'm. I don't know. Do you pay more for the snakeskin? <laughs> Do you pay more for the snakeskin? Well, well, it depends on the industry. Um, <laughs> if, yep, we're, if we're talking I'm, my underwear. I ain't going there, Al. <laughs> I've paid a lot for some good snakeskin underwear. Uh, back in your stripping good days. Good on my giblets. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a cultured guitar first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Terrible. Let's... Uh, Let's move on. Yeah. Unsung heroes. Now we're going to talk about two. the guitar. The guitar. And uh, if you haven't already met this particular guitar and bass, we're going to kind of. Yeah, there's a, a companion bass. Companion bass, yeah. Good. 
Good work. We're going to talk about the PVT-60 guitar and T-40 bass. So way, way, way back in the bygone era of the 70s, PV was an American-made guitar outfit. Yeah. All-American company. Um, 78 to 88 they were produced. Yeah. Contrary to nowadays with their undercover boss fiasco and their 100% overseas <laughs> manufacturing, PV was 100% American for a very, very, very long time. In fact, they were one of the last companies producing budget stuff in America. You could get the classic series amplifiers. I love and the classic series amplifiers. A lot of cool stuff from PV um, at pretty reasonable prices. And yep. it was made in the USA on the back. That has obviously gone away. Mm. But the PVT60, and this is a pretty revolutionary piece of equipment. And, and it's got a pretty popular fan base that's like, I would almost say almost on the edge of not being an underground fan base. You know, there's there's enough guys out there that know them and love them and stuff. But we're, I'm counting. I'm counting it as an as mm-hmm. a unsung hero. Um, I think that's what makes it an unsung hero. That yes, people know. Yeah. But maybe not everybody. Yeah. You know, but those they, they in the know, have, like they really may have know. slipped away into obscurity in the mainstream, which I think they have. Yeah. But definitely not to be forgotten. No. So the PVT60 was a revolutionary guitar. So at the time, you know. They weren't known for making guitars. This was their first foray into guitars. They made amplifiers. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I think it was just amplifiers. I think PAs, then. I think. Was some the, PA yeah. stuff, maybe. Um, and they wanted to get into the guitar market, and they wanted to step out swinging. So Hartley Peavy um, got in contact with a guy called Chip Todd, and Chip Todd came in and designed, 100% to himself, I believe he was responsible for the design of the PVT-60. One of the things Chip Todd did that was so revolutionary, did you know this, Casper? I don't think, yeah, this is new information for you, I think. But uh, Chip Todd was the guy who brought in lathes, uh, like CNC kind of lathes, for gunstock um, making. Okay. And that was how he made the necks. Oh, yeah. So every... I think I had heard that You had before, heard that, okay. But it had slipped completely from my mind. No, it's like, fine. You like know, it's, things do. It's, it's, it's one of those things that um, now sounds like, well, yeah, everybody probably does something does like, that. like that. Well, in the late 70s, it was mocked hardcore by the kind of established guitar-making community. I, I think uh, I can't cite any specific references, so I'm not going to say the big F or the big G were definitely doing it, but... It was kind of widely lauded at the time to have these CNC gunstock routers coming in and making guitar necks as opposed to carving them by hand. Right. But to this day, you play one T60 neck. You played them you all. You played them all. Yeah. Um, I think you misspoke there. You said lathes, but I think you meant CNC machines. So you, a, a uh, yeah, machine. sorry. Ra- yeah. yeah. No, it's all good. But they were they were originally from, uh, he got the idea from gunstock making. Of course. And, you know, if in the firearms manufacturing industry, you got to be pretty darn precise because, mm-hmm. well, you're literally holding small explosions in your hands. And well, and, you and I think the, the the experience of, you know, shooting a rifle, it becomes uh, it, like you, you, beca- you, you expect a certain level and a certain comfort and a certain feel from yeah, a certain... They're, they're 
you know, it's a, it's a very similar to a guitar. A rifle is a is a high performance mechanical device, and so it has precision manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And bringing that level of precision manufacturing into the guitar world changed everything. everything. Yeah. So obviously, coming out swinging with these very very consistent guitars in the late seventies when Fender and Gibson and all the popular brands essentially were not being consistent, shall we say? Uh, Fender and Gibson's quality control. I wouldn't even say it's it was disastrous in the 70s, but I would say it wasn't consistent. And that was the name of the game for these T60s. They were consistent. Mm. And a shared effort in design between Hartley and, and Chip Todd. Is that what it says? Yep. Uh, okay. Sorry, I was just fact-checking you. No, that's fine. I, I suspect <laughs> it was more Chip than Hartley. You know, I mean, these things are very 70s to the bone. Oh, They're yeah. If you ever have a look at one. Heavy. <laughs> I've owned two of them. And Typically three-piece bodies. Yeah. They're, fashion older. Yeah. And they're heavy. big bodies and they're yep. solid. Uh, so they're backbreakers. And that's probably the biggest complaint people have about them is they're backbreakers. But, you know, ash, I I, I think most of them are ash. Hmm. The, heavy, the heavier of the two woods, slightly. Uh, maple necks, um, play great, sound great. Uh, then PV designed everything from the ground up. They they made these really cool humbuckers, very Bill Lawrence inspired humbuckers, I think. Coil tapping. Yeah, well not well kind of, um, but they had a rail magnet system, so there's no oh, string yeah. dropout. There's no poles. You know, it's just one consistent thing, and uh, they had a unique wiring thing where instead of tone knobs, you had a it was in the tone knob position. You had this knob that blended between humbucker and single coil, and kind of blended anywhere in between them, which is such a cool concept. Right. And I still think it's a really cool thing, and it's something I really enjoyed about my the T60s I've had. Uh, and then it had a three-way switch. Um, the layout was generally kind of a Gibson style, SG style switch down by the controls, volume not tone, but Volume Blend. tone, volume tone. And then it had the, uh, <laughs> it was the 70s, so you had to have the traditional 70s uh, phase coil switch down there because it wasn't a guitar in the 70s. It wasn't it had a had. small forest of controls. Yeah. It was just the way. And the bass was exactly the same. Right. Uh, I, I think the scale on the bass was 32 inches or something like that. It was a full-scale bass. Yep. Uh, and cr- <laughs> all the more heavier... Um, but same, I'm pretty sure they shared the same pickups. Like there was nothing changed about it. It was just the same pickups and the bass bodies. Interesting. Yeah. uh, That I, I will a hundred percent admit, admit that that could be me just assuming guessing. Yeah. I could be wrong. Somebody could fact check me on that. And yeah, they made them for a long time. I actually really, really wish PV would do a reissue of them. I don't think they ever will. No. That would be cool, though. Um, it would be cool. Yeah. And I love these things, man. I, and you, you know the best part about them? How much do you think a used T60 goes for? Um, five, probably five, six hundred. Well, a little higher. They start at about 600 these days, a little, a little under, like 580-ish. Go up to about 800, a little, eight, little over 800 bucks. Wow. For a guitar... That could be made in the late 70s to mid-late 80s. 
that's that's pretty cool. You buy uh go ahead and try and find a, a strat from that era. <laughs> yeah. And then tell me what you paid for it cuz uh it's going to be an unpleasant four digit number. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um and uh same with Gibson's. Man, I've been hankering for a long time for a 70s Gibson Deluxe LP and uh on the cheap end they're 4K and pushing it. Yeah. It's- it's unattainable almost to the the everyday player like you or I. Yeah, I mean, we, we are exceptionally poor. <laughs> We're very not rich. <laughs> but uh, please support the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know this. So these things, uh, you know, you go out and spend whatever your your six hundred to eight hundred bucks on one of these. Yeah, it will still play as good as it did the day it was new with the exception of you know fretware or whatever depending on the history of everything wears but odds are you find a solid specimen it's pretty invincible the finishes were really really durable Mm -hmm. the cases on these things were like these really nice hard molded plastic well padded inside latching cases the whole series is pretty cool yeah and then there was you know some offshoot variations there's the t21 which came with three single coil strat style thing there's a t15 which is a short scale one with like two i hesitate to say p90s but almost like p90s i did see a a a three pickup version of a t40 base too in in my travels through internet land that must have been i wonder if that that must have been a modified one because the t40 was always a two pickup thing but check out the pvt 60 series and yeah i mean so that middle pickup's got rails in it. Mm. So that came from a different era. The pickup's uh, one of the giveaways of what era the the T-series instrument, as far as T-60 and T-40s are concerned. Right. Some eras have the rails covered exposed by somehow. plastic bobbins, and then the others, other eras have the rails exposed. And, uh, yeah, that's, that'd be a cool base to, yeah. base to play. Uh, I was on tour in Australia and, and did a... a gig in this underground and i say underground literally as in it was under the surface well that's usually what underground means well sometimes you know i'm not trying to be like the secret underground club it was a very popular club like everybody in sydney knew about it i'm sure but it was in a basement but it was in yeah it was it was uh, in a a basement and it was huge and just packed to the gills and the the reggae man we were doing a show with the bassist used a t40 and I swear to Grandma Bacoima that good old Grandma Bacoima. Good old Grandma Bacoima. <laughs> <laughs> I, this thing shook the pillars of heaven, man. This this bass was loud. And that's partially the guy operating it and the course. guy operating the PA. But every time I've ever heard somebody playing a PVT-40 bass, it's just like, oh, oh so good. I would love to have one of those things mm. to record with. I would die if I tried to play it for more than 10 minutes standing up, but <laughs> that comes back to your lower back again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost 40 and uh, it's like my whole life has the check engine light on. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, That's good, man. <laughs> That's real good. It's like, gosh, I just, my, I have the first car I think I've ever owned that doesn't have a check engine light on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to talk about cars. Yeah, never mind. I, I just want to light my van on fire. <laughs> it would be fun, though. 
Lighting that van oh, on fire. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so cathartic. Can I do that? I think so. Oh. You know? Oh, no, I'm fantasizing about it. I need a new vehicle so I can light that van on fire. Mm, burning van. It's not environmentally friendly, but it would be so psychologically good for me. <laughs> I've had a lot of car troubles recently, dear listeners. Anyways, so yeah, that is our unsung heroes. Yeah, I think that's a good spot. Yeah. So we haven't done that for a month. Uh, I don't know if we're going to make that. or It's going to be a semi-regular thing. Yeah, I we're, think we kind of said that in we, the beginning. We'll yeah. do it every once in a while. It's we don't a good have, segment for... We don't have plans for when, but... No. And I, I don't have a long list of unsung heroes that I want to talk about at you the know moment. who's an unsung hero? Mm. You, buddy. <gasps> you're my hero. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And I like the way you're looking at me with those doe eyes right now. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the cultured guitarist gets a little and lovey. There's a reason there's no cameras in here. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, whoa. You, a, you started it. I. How did I start the doe eyes and the... And, and you're the one I, looking at me. <laughs> oh, now it's creepy feeling. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. Okie dokie. Hey, yeah. Don't forget to enter the contest, listeners. Oh, hey, we did that. We talked about the contest out. We we, I, we, we were gonna put I, that to bed. Well, I just want to remind people because it's really awesome. Totally awesome. I know we did the things, and sometimes when we do the things, we stop doing the things, and we put the things to bed. But this time, I want to talk about the thing again, because the things are really cool, and I wanted to do the thing again. What's the thing? Oh, wait, you were just, you were just going Do you on. want me to, do you on. want to go back? And... No, no, do it. I did it. The contest. The contest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Enter the contest. Yeah. Win some pedals. We are so stoked to have the support of these builders to be able to launch this contest yeah, so you guys really awesome. get to have some really, really I'm, cool Canadian-made effects oh, by some of the coolest guys so on the cool. planet. I'm a little sad I can't enter the contest. <laughs> and by a little sad, I mean it's like I did something super, super cool and then excluded myself from it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the saddest part, really, is that you don't have all of the pedals that were given away already. I know. I know. And I, I would also like to have doubles of... Yeah. In fact, of the pedals we're giving away, I have I have one. I have the BitQuest. Right. And that's it. I know. I want the other ones. I know. I I <laughs> have a BitQuest. Yeah. And I have a Shroud. Yeah, I know that. This is just salt in the wound, man. What am I supposed to say, buddy? Not that. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thanks for tuning into the Culture Guitarist. Please find our social media, follow us, do all that stuff. Smash that Please bell. Please enter the contest. Please go on our social media DMs and tell us how handsome we are. Mm-hmm. And fact check be- out. You can do it publicly too. You can tell us we're handsome publicly. Yeah. And fact check me. Yes, fact check Al, because he doesn't up, know everything. Maybe look up funeral to. rites for black widow spiders. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Damn. Like, you've got to lay off on the on the Karen thing. <laughs> oh, it's funny, because it happened. It did happen. It's the saddest uh, thing. 
Yeah. I well, haven't had a lot of really serious like loss in the last little while. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was going to come down between you and the spider. Like, I don't think so. We were really building rapport. Really? No. You think she was happy? No, with she was living in a jar, living in a container. But uh, hey. <laughs> It was really cool while it lasted. The wild, I feel horrible. Took her from the wilds of the Okanagan to a mason jar. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, it's getting cold out, and uh, when I found Karen, she was dangling from the door jam, ready to latch onto my hand while I was opening <laughs> the door in the dark. Um, it just just happened that I <laughs> caught a glimpse of a movement as I was reaching for the doorknob, and I turned on my flashlight on my oh, phone, and so was like, bah, look at that. So she was already trying to kill you. Right. So, it wasn't all right, like, so you won. Well, this it wasn't a contest. You did it. <laughs> You're terrible. Two will enter. One <laughs> will leave. This is not the Hunger Games. <laughs> that was Mad Max. Oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry. I Pop culture flopped that the one. The Hunger Games was yeah, 12 but districts and two people from nobody, each district. Nobody wants to know 20, that. Al. There were 24 people in the Hunger <sighs> Games, and one person left. And there were two people entering the cage of Mad Max, and one person left. And if you're playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, a hundred really people enter. There was not twelve districts because the capital wasn't a district. District Two was the first district. All right. I can't believe we're talking about this. <sighs> On that note, <laughs> we're gonna go watch some dork movies. Yeah, get out of. <laughs> Or yeah. do some dorky online gaming because we that's, dorks. That's what we do. And you're gonna go off to your beautiful lives, like and drive your Ferraris. Happy little woodland cool nymphs things. running off into the forest. Yeah. And drive your Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Who do you know that drives a Ferrari? Because can they sponsor the podcast, please? No. Solid. I don't know anybody. Solid failure uh, to. Mooch off rich people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, and we're back to selling you to a rich lady. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, on that note, this any is, rich ladies yeah. out there? <laughs> I have a Casper for sale. <laughs> I cook a lot with pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the worst sales pitch. That is the worst sales pitch. Hey, did you know this could go along with pickles? No. Well, it does. And date me. Wonderfully, I might have. (laughs) Okay. And on that culinary disasters note, thanks for tuning in to The Cultured Guitarist. We'll talk to you next week. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Ciao for now.